Hello, this is Christina from the Terrible Podcast for Too Old to Tumble and today I want to talk to you about making time for self-care because what's the first thing that goes out the window completely when you're totally absorbed in your work? Yeah, that's right, it's self-care and I know this only too well because I'm super, super, super guilty of it and I think everyone else is as well and when you look at the situation objectively you realize that it doesn't make any sense whatsoever if that was a friend coming to tell you this you would say that doesn't make any sense why you put your self-care last but this is what we do to ourselves all the bloody time now how can we expect to think straight and deliver excellent work regardless of what we do if our health is in tip-top condition and I strongly believe that self-care is a top priority especially so, I mean in any case, but especially so if we want to have the strength and energy to live life to the fullest if we want to be in a good mood and connect with our creative side that is so important to be able to do that and after working with so many different people over the past 10 years or so I assure you I collected a huge it's really massive, a huge repertoire of excuses for skipping the workouts, eating rubbish food, not sleeping enough, going on benders, drinking a brewery, and so on. And, by the way, I'm not saying this, but I have plenty of my own that I can add to this list for not doing this uh, this stuff, for not taking care of myself, especially when I'm busy creating a new program or something. So, but, however, the key to success here is to recognize that we have given in to unhealthy habits. We literally allow them to take over. And when we realize this, the answer is not to beat ourselves up over it, but instead making a commitment to ourselves and nobody else, it's just ourselves, that we are going to turn the situation around. And this is... Literally, it's as simple as replacing the dodgy habits that we require and established over time with healthier ones. And we do this one at the time. We change one dodgy habit at the time. So we do this slowly, slowly, but surely, relentlessly. It's literally one foot in front of the other, always, without ever going backwards. And it doesn't matter if you stumble here and there as long as you get up and you keep moving forwards. And you just need to take responsibility for your own self-care and take the crucial first step today. But remember, just thinking about it and just saying about saying it and talking about it is not going to bring about any improvement. You actually have to get up and do it and do what you say you're going to do. And I promise you that keeping your word to yourself is one of the sweetest feelings you can experience especially at times of stress and work overload and even better it rubs off on others when you do it they can see you happier healthier more energetic and having that je ne sais quoi factor that radiates positivity they want to be around you more and they want to be more like you Hello copycats! And how do you make time for self-care when you're so bloody busy all the time? You plan for it. I told you it's simple. 
It really is that simple, but not many people actually take the time to do it or to look at it this way. It's just part of your plan. When you, when you sit down and start planning your day, your week, your month, or even your year, self-care should have a prominent place in your busy schedule. It's exquisitely easy to do. And this is how you do it. So you, you take a planner, preferably one of those that give you at least one week at a glance, because there's just about enough time to scribble things down, but without overwhelming you. But you have like a whole week ahead of you and it's just right there in front of you. So you start claiming the time slots for all the things that are non-negotiable. So normally I would say put your sleep first, but you know, if we're discussing this in the context of being busy, whether you're employed or a freelancer, so let's do it the other way around for once. So if you have if you are employed, you're going to have a very strict work schedule, um, more so than, than if you are a freelancer, because then you can juggle your hours to suit your other responsibilities. But regardless, you, you're going to have a strict times when you need to sit down and work. And if you're a freelancer and you don't have those strict times when you sit down and work, then you might be in trouble. Um, so mark down those times that you have to dedicate to either your business or your job and um, I, because obviously we can't live without either of those things then after that you just add family time that is non-negotiable as well your family should never suffer because you have other commitments so now we're gonna add self-care to your schedule now Depends on how you look at it. Sometimes I consider sleep a non-negotiable, uh, and, and I consider it part of self-care, but at the same time not part of self-care. As in, um, it goes in there straight with work, family, and sleep, and then self-care are all the other activities in which I take care of myself. But you want to put, regardless of how you frame the subject of self-care, sleep has to be the first thing you find the time for. And you need to really find those at least eight hours. It's one of the most important aspects that I look at when I meet a new client because the sleeping habits tell me a lot as to why they may be struggling to achieve their goals or how difficult it's gonna be for them to achieve their goals. So if you're looking at making improvements to your health, your bedtime, is where you start and did you know that sleep deprivation kills you faster than starvation or even dehydration because your body detoxes while you sleep and if you don't sleep enough you wake up feeling drunk and when you don't get enough sleep this will slow down your reactions and imagine being in charge of a fast car and your reactions are super super slow because you can't, you haven't slept because you were a superhero the night before and you're suddenly driving around on a motorway and you can't react to what's happening in front of you and you can't do anything about what other people are doing but you can only, if you haven't got the speed of reaction you're going to be into trouble or if you're operating machinery or if you are working around, spending time around large animals 
Try being sleep deprived around horses when they're hungry or pissed off and they want to get back to the stable. It's rainy, they're having a tantrum, they're up, they try to punch you with a hoof that's, you know, protected by a steel shoe. Tell me how much fun that is. And if you can make it out unscathed, well done, you are a superhero because trust me, you won't. If you're sleepy, sleepy, you won't. So you need to t think about yourself and be mindful of these situations. And lack of sleep also affects your metabolism negatively. And if you listen to my previous episode, I'll go a bit deeper into all the reasons, so there's no need to do it now again. But when your metabolism slows down, you're also, when you don't sleep rather, sorry, you're also depriving your body of the opportunity to reset your stress hormones and be ready for another day. So... I know that many business owners, you know, there are many of them, or people in jobs with people who are going through, they're having a good career, they're investing a lot of their time and a lot of their lives into pursuing a career and to pursuing success, whichever way that means to them, whichever form that takes for them. And they kind of brag about surviving on three or four hours of sleep every day or every night rather, but that's not good for them. And they can fall prey to insomnia for two main reasons. One, they make a point of working 10, 12, 14 hours a day. But also they may experience irregular working hours unless they're very disciplined with scheduling that work. But then if you have clients as opposed to a manager or an employer you know sometimes you have to bend over backwards to accommodate clients and also they have the irregular working hours but also they put in frequent all-nighters because that's what you have to do sometimes there is no escaping if you you know it's good to be self-employed it's good to have your own business but there are downsides to it and the all-nighters are always waiting and when that happens, you're not able to shut off the busy mind. And you're never really full of duty. You're never really off duty at any point because there's always another offer. There is always something else that you can do, a new little bit of research, and it never ends. So the problem is when this happens, you become overwhelmed with all the things that you think you have to do. And when these things don't all get done, that's when you start berating yourself on, on top of this. So you get stressed because then you start calling yourself names. Go, oh, I'm lazy, I just failed and everything. No, you haven't. You're just trying to get too much done all at once. It, it, you're better off slowing down to go faster. And so you always, always, always thinking of new and different ways in which you can help your clients, how you can serve them better. But... You never really get enough of a break to be able to get some restful sleep. And then you get the monkey brain again. It just goes over and over and over again. The problem is when, when you have insomnia, it can be really, really difficult to fight. And sometimes you have to not fight to fight it. Or rather, not fight to win that fight. But it's not impossible unless, obviously, you have an underlying medical condition that causes you to struggle to fall asleep and to stay asleep. 
but trust me if you don't sleep for long enough eventually your body will want to shut down and will make you sleep the rest is gonna come for you and usually that happens at the most inconvenient of time it can happen easily when you're driving when you sit down for a meal when you're on the train or in situations where you're gonna end up even putting yourself in danger so make sure that you find that time for those hours of sleep because trust me it's bad news in the meantime there is plenty of other things that you can do to help yourself thankfully so we're going back to your planner so at this point so you want to mark down the hours eight hours a day and if you can't have eight consecutive hours split the amount of time that you sleep is less than ideal because you have to complete a number of sleep cycles uh, in order to get to be fully restored um, and if you unless you have an, a certain number of hours consecutive hours that you can stay asleep these sleep cycles will start again from scratch and you never get to the full REM uh, the full amount of REM sleep that you can can get which is the part of your sleep that helps you consolidate memories and learning but it, regardless it's always good to you know, if, if, you, if that's the best you can do, do that until you can do better. And then it, once you mark down the hours that, for your sleep, hopefully the full eight hours at least, add a little bit of time before your sleepy time for your bedtime rituals. And I cannot stress the importance of these rituals enough. They are literally your sleep rituals. They are like classical conditioning for your sleep. And as soon as you start the rituals, and that might take a little bit of time to be establish this as a habit, your body begins to shut down and get ready for sleep. And when you get to bed, make sure there is no TV in the room, no playing with your smartphone, and no reading. Unless, of course, reading helps you fall asleep. It's just lights out. And again, if you like to read, Make sure you choose something boring to read that's going to send you to sleep. Leave the exciting things for when you're awake and you will just want to distract yourself. Um, don't read The Walking Dead. Just read something really incredibly boring. And so then that's it. Get to bed, lights out and you sleep. Um, the next thing you can do, put in your, in your diary, in your planner, is... Uh, your nutritional habits, take care of nutritional habits because they don't actually take that much time to establish good habits. There is a meme that I love to share on social media when I don't know, when I have nothing better to share. And but I think it's actually I think it's it's really, really true. And it says something along the lines that each meal is an opportunity to either fuel yourself or slowly poison yourself. And therefore, you have to choose wisely every time you, you sit down and cook. And so once you plan your sleep, we are going to plan our meals so that we're always nourished. Right? So the way you do this, you might think that this step is unnecessary because it's something eating is something that we do automatically without thinking too much about it. But... Bear with me because you will see how much time you have each day to go shopping, prepare and consume a few good meals during the week. So if you plan ahead in this way, it will prevent you from giving in to temptation of eating food that is nutritionally poor, i.e. the shit that you find from the garage. 
it's funny it's really funny you know how you don't eat biscuits when you don't have any in the cupboard so when you go shopping you want to stock up on healthy foods to help you when you're suffering from morning grogginess so if you eat proper food instead of biscuits it will help you with the brain fog and will help you keep your energy level steady for hours and that is always a good place to start your day and if you feel resistance as I'm saying this that's exactly what you need to do because that shows you where you need to put your energy and in your focus when it comes to taking care of yourself now for this purpose when you go shopping skip the breakfast aisle at the supermarket and just head for the butchers if you eat meat or for the vegan butchers if you eat plant-based food and then the green grocery aisles and uh, if you really 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 can't avoid buying convenience food and there are times that none of us are able to avoid doing that make a habit of reading the nutritional information on the packaging you might think that you're doing the right thing when you reach out for the protein bar but if you read the information the nutritional information label you find that oftentimes those allegedly protein bars are just nothing more than sugar bombs masked as something that's supposed to be good for you where the reality they will only give you a short energy fix but they will leave you down in the dumps soon afterwards craving for more of that shit you know shortly afterwards so they're not really be aware if you really if that's the best you can do um, that's the best you can do so be it but just be aware of the consequences of eating that kind of stuff it's best to make your own by the way um, now think about allocating time in your schedule for batch cooking your meals at the weekend so that during the week you always have something healthy available and really batch cooking doesn't take any longer than cooking just one meal uh, you just make more of it. You might think if you if you're peeling vegetables or chopping them up, it will take a little bit more time to prep them. But otherwise, cooking, you know, it's not going to make that much of a difference. But then you can box up your all your portions, and then they're always ready for you to grab. So something else when you to bear in mind when you're planning your meals is make sure that you actually eat enough to support you throughout the day. You'd be surprised how many people struggling to lose weight don't actually eat enough. And that is the main reason. So if you are not sure whether you're eating enough or not, you can use one of the many online calorie counters to do this, the job for you. And this is important if you feel sluggish and you feel tired maybe more often than not. And the most likely reason is that you're not eating enough and your metabolism has slowed right down. So whether you eat twice a day or several times a day is purely down to your personal preference and no frequency of eating during the day is better than any other unless it works better for you. So always, always, always do what works for you and you know what that is. Um, because probably you tried all the fed diets and all the styles of uh, the male meal frequencies and all the other stuff so just you know which one you're happier with. So make sure to practice good eating hygiene whenever you can so sit down and take your time eating your food chew it properly and chill out relax as you're eating avoid stressful conversations and and especially avoid the pity parties with your work colleagues now you know the ones that always complain they always talk about their bollocks and you have to listen to them don't get drawn in just eat on your own
Now that we're taking care of the needs of our body, and that is your nutrition and your detoxification that is kindly provided by your food and your sleep, it's time to move your attention towards the activities that bring you joy and to claim the rightful place in your schedule. And it doesn't matter what they are. Maybe, perhaps you love gardening or maybe you like taking dance classes. Maybe you like going to the gym, you like running, you like singing, making music, crafts, walking, reading, socializing, whatever. Whatever makes you happy. You know, it's so important that each day you find a few moments to do something that makes you happy just for the hell of it. Just because, because it's so important that it will help you recharge your batteries and it will give you a complete break from all the other aspects of your life, your work time, your family time and all the other obligations that you may have and keeps you sane. But especially when you're caught up in stressful events that are unfolding around you, just you know, switch off, go away, find 10 minutes and it doesn't have to be more than 10 minutes, half an hour, do something just for you, just for the hell of it. And this is also the only way you can stop the vicious circle of ruminating your thoughts. You know those thoughts that go over and over and over and over and over and over in your head. And it's this type of outside intervention that breaks that cycle. You know, hobbies really, really, really give you the chance to get that break and with the break comes enough distance to look at the stressful situations that you can't do anything about but you look at them from the outside and will hopefully help you find solutions um, now that you know what to do so now you know why it's important to do that mark the time slots for your hobbies in your calendar and actually make them non-negotiable as well and Include some periods of solitude as well in there because they're important too for recharging your batteries regardless of whether you're introverted, extroverted. A little bit of time alone is very, very precious. It's like wearing an oxygen mask after you've been walking around the centre of London all day long with all the smoke and all the smog and all the pollution and all that kind of stuff. Really get that break and take it. Take your breath and breathe in fresh air by being on your own for a while. And that is it, my friend. Congratulations. You do all this stuff, you just make time for self-care and you made self-care non-negotiable. And that's so important. So now you've taken all this, marked down all this time, you probably still have some time slots left. And that's where everything else goes in your planner. You made the time for your work, you made the time for your sleep, you made the time for to cook proper food, and you made time for fun. That's it. Everything else needs to find to fit around this time slot and never ever be tempted to do this the other way around. Make un, unimportant things important. Because otherwise, if you don't do it this way around, it's when your health goes out the window. And as you can see, I didn't lie, it was very simple. And if you hear strange noises, I apologize. My cat decided to start eating biscuits just as I got to the end of this recording, which I'm not gonna do again. And yes, you.
And uh, yes, self-care is just as simple as that. So mark the time slots in your calendar and then honor them. And that's very important. Honor yourself and honor your own self-care. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you again in the next episode.